welcome everybody to episode 26 of the Ministry of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking all things Dice Masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, aka True Mr. Six, and with me today I have... Andy, aka Bootalicious. <laughs> yes you are, my friend, yes you are. Indeed. You're ready for this journey. Yeah. But it's too bootalicious for you, baby. <laughs> This is a very special episode. Why is it a very special episode, Andrew? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Sing it. It's a birthday. Did you know that song, Stevie Wonder? He wrote it about uh, Martin Luther King Day, which is held every year on on Martin Luther King's birthday. Oh, that makes more sense. I did not know that. Yeah, it's not actually a birthday song, uh, strictly speaking even though it's obviously used like that <laughs> um, but it's in celebration of, of martin luther king very informative fact thank you very much you are more than welcome mate more than welcome ready willing and able with patented chris tangents anytime any place yes it's our birthday episode 26 just over a year ago today our very first episode went out on it just a year ago unbelievable I, yeah i can't get my head around it to be honest mate i thought it, you know it might be oh, we might get going on this for a couple of months probably no one will listen <laughs> well, no, i don't know if anyone actually does listen but we're still doing it well for sure yeah we could be just talking to ourselves there's at least four people i know of who listen to it so that's all right then we'll do it for them do you? Uh, yeah. No one in Japan anymore. <laughs> no one in Japan. Yeah, I don't know. We've scared them off. I, I, I don't. I've not had any of the gifts from the listeners yet. I don't know if they, have they come to your house rather than the Ministry of Dice Towers. No, I've not had anything. All Must right. be quite lost in the post. Or yeah, something. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they're on the way or whatever. They probably sent them second class. Yeah, that'd be it. Or, or they're shipping them from overseas, so it's just a bit delayed. So we look forward to receiving them from you, dear listeners. Thank you so very much for sending them. Um, yeah, it'll be a very exciting moment, uh, unwrapping the gifts, and uh, we'll get a cake sorted or something, I'm sure. Maybe yeah. there's a Somalian pirate somewhere with a True Mr. Six t-shirt on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, enjoy enjoying a uh, custom dice tower that someone's made for us or something. <laughs> yeah, drinking some wine out of a sidekick made chalice. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's just feet up enjoying himself on the coast. <laughs> I, do like, I do like pirates. You do like pirates. More on that later. More on Andy's love of pirates uh, later on. Yeah, later on. So yeah, one 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 year of doing the podcast has been a, a pretty exciting time, actually. Pretty exciting time indeed. But uh, we'll, we'll just we'll just zone in on the last two weeks since we since we recorded and put our last episode out. What have you been up to, Andy? Oh, it's been another busy couple of weeks. I've just uh, flown back from Canada. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. We'll sure. hear some more on that later. We've got some footage of the uh, Canadian Nationals that I was there for. Then um, after we're recording, I'm flying out to uh, Australia. <laughs> Sorry, I got, <laughs> I got momentarily distracted. Uh, I'll explain as for why. Uh, footage is is visual. It's, is it? Yeah, it's when you capture it on film. <laughs> well, we could we could never release anything that has caught on film for the last weekend. <laughs> well, I was I was about to ask you if you wanted to take a second swing at the statement, <laughs> and we'll just edit it out. Your choice, dealer's choice, man. <laughs> well, what would you say instead of footage? Uh, you'd say audio. Audio. Okay. Well, what we'll do is we'll like do a little gap. I'll say audio, and then we'll just edit it in. <laughs> 
uh, yeah, it would, uh, like I say, dealer's choice. I'm happy to edit it out, or we can just keep all this random waffle in. It's your, your choice. Audio. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going back to what I was saying before um, before that. Uh, so, yeah, off to Australia this weekend. It's going to be a busy time because the Spanish Nationals, I think, is the same weekend. So um, I've managed it. I've got the flight sorted. So, uh National Championship is still in my sights. Yeah, there's still time yet. There's still time yet yeah. to, to remove the former element of your title. Yeah, yeah and congratulations to Ben said Scott for his triumph at Canadian Nationals. Yes, absolutely. Well done, Ben. Um, Flying the flag. I was fiddling with my sidekick dice. My hands were not ready for clapping. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, somebody said the first transcontinental winner. Uh, national champion. Does that, that doesn't sound right. Transcontinental. Yeah, I think it is right because um, he's, he 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 was a UK national champion, so that's that's European continent, isn't it? Um, yeah. At least for the time being, and then he the he's won the Canadian nationals, and that's on the American continent, isn't it? Makes sense. Yeah. Transcontinental. I don't know, it was a thing I read on Facebook. You know, Facebook's obviously very factual. Um, yeah. And everything said on there is the truth. But yes, well done, Ben. And we'll be hearing more from Ben as we take a little detour from our usual content to get a, a little bit of coverage from that said Nationals. Although, uh, if anybody is interested, Shahin, who was the TO on the day, he has a Twitch channel, which is Powered AV. Um, a number of us watched the qualifiers and the nationals uh, live over the weekend uh, that it took place but I, I believe that video footage is still on the channel uh, yeah it should be by the time this comes out hopefully we'll put something on youtube or yeah sure nice. so, if, so if anyone's interested go go and take a look but yes congratulations to ben uh, so there's that what else you've been doing man we were a guest on our friends james and zach's youtube video yes yes we were that was a lot Your of fun. channel youtube channel i'm not getting these words right today Nah, it's all right. Who needs words? So, yeah, James Dice Masters with James and Zach on YouTube. If you've not already seen it, I'd be very surprised if we had a listener who doesn't watch James and Zach. But in the slim chance that you are, then uh, I'd recommend that you go and check it out. James and Zach play a number of Dice Masters games over the month, record them and publish them on their YouTube channel. We were on with those guys having a little MOD versus J and Z. Would we call it a tournament? Face off? Face off, yeah. Showdown? Something like Guns that. at dawn. Yeah. Um, in order to determine which content provider, the podcast or FaceTube video maker, uh, <laughs> which <laughs> which is the better at playing Dice Masters. Uh, and that was, we had a, um, a lot of fun. We commentated on each other's games. Well, it wasn't even really commentating. We were all just there talking while the games were <laughs> taking place. So if you, even if you're not into the games, my first game was that might be a bit laborious for the viewers. It was about an hour long. Uh, but I had along for the bants and I cracked some, some grade A platinum comedy jokes in that first game as well. So make your way across mm. to check that out uh, but that was a lot of fun thanks uh, very much to james and zap for having us along and uh, allowing us to um oh gee i'm struggling with the words today as well man so the uh, champagne for our birthday yes that's what it is yeah I'm a, uh, the bubbles have gone to my head obviously but uh, our, i think what i was trying to say was our premiere our youtube premiere no that's not it the, was it was but i'm not sure that's the word i was striving for we broke our youtube cherries mm. 
Yes, yes. And James and Zach were very welcoming and gentle about it too. I'm not sure if you'd say they were gentle. Well, to me, anyway. <laughs> well, go and have a look at the channel, folks, and, and you'll see. So by the time this episode goes out on Monday, I believe all, all four of the episodes will be available. But uh, I had to duck out the old game against James, didn't I? But we uh, managed to get someone to fill in, which was good. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, he was a character, that guy. Yeah. Uh, I believe he's a fan of pirates, too. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> little, little known fact for the listeners, actually. Oh, there we go. <laughs> little known fact for the listeners, actually. So, uh, Andy, one of his uh, descendants, one of his great, 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 great grandfathers, used, used to be a pirate. His name was Andrew, too, but he went by the name of Andrew Short Third Leg. And. <laughs> Yeah, he's very, very famous, very famous for his short third leg, and uh, he was a pirate for for a number of years. But then, uh, quite topically, because we're a UK-based podcast, when um, Civil War started and the Americans, uh, the Revolution, sorry, to, I should choose my historical events correctly, when the American Revolution commenced and they rose up against us as their colonial oppressors, he became a privateer and joined the U.S. Navy. True story. Yeah, yeah, where he pillaged a lot of English ships for for tea bags. I do like a cup of tea. Little known fact for listeners that your great, 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 great granddad was also in the uh, uh, American Revolution. He was going to be a red coat, but didn't quite go with his complexion. No, no, we're quite pasty. We're quite pasty. The Mister Sixes. We're, we're much better off in autumnal colours like greens, khakis. <laughs> no, they did make the red coat by Adidas. <laughs> yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> three, three stripes. Yeah, I'm not wearing yeah. that. <laughs> I'm not wearing that. Where's the Paisley? <laughs> what's that, isn't it? <laughs> what's that? I need three stripes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, where's the three stripes on that, yo? Rock and roll, brother. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, a bit of Dice Masters on uh, James and Zap Play. Dice Masters YouTube channel. Getting back on track. Yes, let's do that. So that's what I've been up to. It's a lot of what you've been up to as well. Done anything else? So I played a game of The World Needs Unicorns with Rocket Packs. I think that was the name of the game. Or Rocket Pack Unicorn, which okay. was, that was with my little girl and my wife. And that's um, yeah, a bit of an interesting one, that one. So it's like <laughs> it's kind of like Cards Against Humanity, but for younger people in an odd way. Right. Because you have one individual who draw, you draw a card off the top of a deck. It has a scenario on it. The players have a hand of cards then that they can play to accompany the scenario. And the person whose turn it is, they, the person who draws the card, they have to decide who comes up with the weirder or the funnier scenario but it's a little bit more surreal and childish now out there hence the you know unicorn with a rocket pack kind of thing oh that sounds cool yeah it's all right um i think my little girl she's still a bit too young for it actually so she's uh, um because a few of the even though it's it's certainly not you know not safe for work kind of content like cards against humanity is i think a few of the concepts still went over her head you know she doesn't get money for example However, I suppose that did make things a little bit more weird and obscure <laughs> in terms of her answers. So I played that. That was my only non-Dice Master stuff. And then I've played down at Element Games last couple of Tuesdays. We did a single set night uh, last night, which was... Um, what did I play last night? A single set. Oh, I went with Thor team. I was a bit tight for time this week, actually. So um, I would kept a draft team that I'd made in a Thor draft and just sort of brushed that up a little bit. That was a, I took a bit of a shortcut on that one. And then the week before that, we played Bring Your Worst. So the idea is you bring your worst team. 
you play it for the first round of the three round event but then from round for round two and round three you give your opponent your team and you take their team oh how'd that go <laughs> really badly <laughs> is that not one that you'll be repeating no well I, yeah i couldn't get my head around it i couldn't get my head around it so there's trying to strike this balance between building a team that i could win with in one round but then put my opponents at a disadvantage for round two and three I, it was found a real challenge so then i decided i was like well i'll just do something that maybe works or doesn't work that will just be fun for me and then for whoever gets it you know so I made a Black Lantern team because I've always kind of wanted to do it. Uh, it's one of those things, you know, I've, I keep looking at them in my super rares and going, oh, it'd be good to make a team out of these and just see how that goes. And and they're powerful cards. There's there's no two ways about it. But they're also, <laughs> they're just so challenging to use. A lot of them are very high cost, so they're hard to ramp to. I had a couple of cards to use, therefore to ramp. But then those cards I used to ramp pay the price of getting the Black Lanterns out because I'm having to then return my own my own dice to cards and things and it was all just a bit shambolic really fun though yeah it was all right it was a good laugh it was a good laugh i think i i enjoyed the single set one more than i did so uh, and then just my my games with you and my games with james and that yeah yeah those are nice games uh, yeah cool cool okay then let's um give the the listeners a little bit of an insight into what we've got coming up in this episode so with it being our one year anniversary woohoo woo-hoo. That's a very lackluster woohoo from me, sorry. Yeah, should we try that again? With it being our one-year anniversary... Hey! Yeah, we've uh, we've prepared a little bit of content on that subject, so we decided to talk about our most favourite card of all time um, in a Pick of the Week segment that we've put together for you guys. We've then got not one, but two competitions in this Ooh. week's episode to win some exclusive Ministry of Dice-sponsored Mod Pods. So I'm sure you'll all be very excited to hear that and get yourselves entering. We have some correspondence from some listeners wishing us well on our birthday, one of which is very special. Anything uh, from uh, Justin Zeran? No, mate, no. Sadly not. But we did message him, didn't we? I did, yes. I did, that's okay. true. Uh, but received no reply. No reply? No reply. He definitely read my message, I could see, because of the way the you know the... Like the thing drops down to show me when it's in red. But um, he, he, he must be busy. Must be busy. So, uh, yeah, uh, so a bit of correspondence from uh, a few well-wishers. We've got the competitions. We've recorded a bit of audio around a game uh, that we played, talking about a couple of teams. Uh, and that, then that's all the birthday-related content. And then we've got our reportage from our man-on-the-ground Ben Scott, well, not just our reporter, but also the, <laughs> the, the the winner himself. The winner himself to give you guys a little bit of the behind-the-scenes info on the Canadian Nationals that took place. Yeah. It's uh, good footage, that. It's good footage indeed. Yeah, good footage indeed. <laughs> it's good audio indeed. So yeah, another jam-packed episode, probably a little bit longer than our usual, but I'm sure you'll excuse that. What with it being our one-year birthday. It's a birthday. Don't drink Bacardi like it's a birthday. There's a Beatles song as well that's a birthday. Do, 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 do. Say it's your birthday. You know that one, Paul McCartney? No. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good one too. I'll listen to that later. Yeah, be sure that you do. Uh, but you folks, you stay and listen to the rest of this episode before you do that. 
<laughs> Maybe we can just like edit it in. Well, I don't know. That's a bit risky, isn't it? Risk is our middle name. <laughs> I've got I'm nothing a, to say to that. Andy, aka Risky. Yeah, <laughs> Andy, aka <laughs> Music Licensing Gambler. <laughs> All right, ladies and gents, on with the show. Andrew, on this very special occasion, our one-year yeah. birthday, you will not believe it. We, we've had some more correspondence at Brit Roller Six Towers. Really? Yeah, really. And it's a very special piece of correspondence. We've, we've been written to someone uh, wishing us well on our on our birthday, would you believe? Oh, it's not you, Auntie, again, is it? No, no, she's not written to us. Uh, would you like no. to Would you like to hear the letter? I think you'll be quite impressed with this one. Okay, doke. Okay, here we go then. So, uh, dear Chris and Andy, in these troubled times where we face challenges every day as a nation divided over Brexit and whether Harry should have married a Yankee, it is a joy to have such a ray of light in the British experience. The Ministry of Dice is, without a doubt, one's favourite of all ministries. When one heard on your latest episode you were approaching your first birthday, one instructed the Secretary to the Sovereign to immediately get his ink and quill out so one could dictate this telegram as a matter most urgent. One could not let such a landmark occasion of British history pass without some correspondence of support. I've played many a team against Philip and the kids, inspired by your insightful strategic chat. And thank you so much for sending that common Kate Bishop list over. It's been shaking up the meta at the palace. If one could make a segment request, the master of the household at Balmoral is in desperate need of a team to play. And Camilla suggested something built around Alfred Pennyworth and Jeeves. Maybe you could do a team brew for us on a, on an upcoming episode. Mm. Not only do you complete the necessary task of administering Dice Masters for our realm, but you serve as two of the finest international ambassadors this great nation has ever witnessed. I would encourage you to make an application this year for OBEs. And, while one can't say anything, one does have a lot of sway with the committee and one suspects you may be a shoo-in for at least a Knight of the Realm or something. At one's next audience with the Prime Minister, one will certainly be strongly suggesting that resources from other, lesser valuable ministries and committees be reallocated to support the continued success of the Ministry of Dice. The Department for Exiting the European Union have been doing such a sterling job. They've more or less got the whole thing in the bag, one is led to believe. I am certain they could spare a body or two in some sort of secretarial role to file Christopher's dice and cards alphabetically and keep some semblance of order to the mountain of paperwork Andrew's after-dark extracurricular activities generate. We all look forward to another outstanding year of oral pleasure from you honourable gentlemen at the Palace. Tinkety Tonk Old Fruits and Down With Star Wars Destiny, your friend, HRH, Lizzie Two. Oh, wow. That's, uh, I mean, that's a really generous note, isn't it, that she sent us there? Yeah. Thanks, Mum. Yeah, thanks, Mum. Welcome back, folks, to our one-year birthday special. And to continue the celebration, me and Andy have decided to look back at our whole time with the game of Dice Masters and choose our favouritest ever cards ever 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 right back since day dot our favorite as ever cards are we are we um are we framing this one up as a pick of the week yeah let's do it okay well um we'll pop the jingle in then pick of the week yep and there's that then so yeah our favorite as ever cards so we've taken a look back over the entire existence of dice masters from the very first day that we started playing and and because it's our first birthday we thought we'd just talk about that one card that uh, i suppose it's not necessarily about gameplay 
with the card, although I'm certain that'll come into it. But it's, it's, it's something about how we're attached to the card, I think. Yeah, yeah. Just just off for every reason, whatever reason, our favouritest ever card. Yeah, absolutely. So would you care to begin? Get us out of the gate, Andy? Yeah, no problem. Well, my favouritest ever, ever card. Oh, can I try and guess? I think I might. Uh, is it PXG? No, I decided not to do PXG. I think we've probably spoken about that enough. Okay, fair enough. Do you want yeah. another go? Common Kate Bishop. No, that's more of a secret. Okay, we'll keep that one under wraps then. Go on then, tell us yeah. what your tell us what your card is. It's Ultraman, it's super <laughs> rare, kryptonite powered. Yeah, okay. Give us the rundown. Okie dokie, six cost bolt with the crime syndicate and villain affiliation. That's right. We have got the text while Ultraman is active, if a kryptonite action dice is used, you may use the effect of every basic action card in play with no bursts immediately and his stats are one four four one five five two six six there he is there he is i suspect i know why you've chosen this one because he took me to national champion standard absolutely yeah so uh, this was the team that you played against me in the very first round of the uk nationals it was, and, and made mincemeat out of you. Yeah, it was pretty disgusting. Um, although, just as a random tangent, a patented Chris tangent, we didn't draw each other in the first round at the Nationals this year. No, it's, it was probably a bit of luck for me. Yeah, our, our, our streak has been broken. Yeah, two years in a row, and that's gone. Uh, anyway, um, so back on track with that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it made mincemeat out of me. There's no two ways about it. It's, uh, it's a, a pretty disgusting card. I don't own it. It's a super rare that I never got my hands on. Really? I mean, I had to buy the single. I didn't pull it. Mm, sure. I think I've got some really rubbish world's finest uh, super rares in um, when I got the feed, but that's irrelevant. Cool. So kryptonite powered. Yeah, it's just it's just so strong, isn't it? It doesn't matter what basic actions you've got. You can use them all when you've got a six cost in the field and then you use a two cost action. Sorry, Andy, before you continue, can you hear my wife and daughter in the background? Is the mic picking them up? It's not, no. <laughs> there's, a, there's a falling out going on. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Are they also discussing Ultraman Kryptonite Bowers? <laughs> Quite possibly. <laughs> Why has Daddy not got a copy? Yeah. Because he doesn't want a copy. Well, that's not good enough. <laughs> <laughs> this little bit might as well stay in now after that little humorous aside. <laughs> uh, so please do continue. I'm sorry for the interruption. No problem. I'm quite used to it. <laughs> One of the reasons I think I lost against James and Zach. Oh, oh, really? Oh, yeah. you, oh, you're bringing that up, are you? I wondered if that was going to come out of your mouth. <laughs> because, yeah, it'll be out on the YouTube now, won't it? Well, so only the first one. Uh, I don't know whether your second game will have gone up by the time this goes out. I had a thought so. Yeah, maybe. when. Uh, yeah, quite possibly this will have gone out. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well. I'm sure we'll probably have spoken about it in the intro. Uh, yes, we will have done because we'll have done the whole. So what have you been up to, piece? But we don't know anyway. that yet, though, folks, because we've not recorded the intro yet. <laughs> no, we've not. And we said that we try and keep this one quite short. So, Kryptonite, <laughs> Kryptonite, Ultraman, Kryptonite powered. You get your your Ultraman out, your six cost. With when PXG was around, that was as simple as going pay a mask, knock two over. Although you couldn't really because of the ramp. Like you'd lose your way you'd, if you spent the six and it all went in your bag. You always needed to have at least one or two masks. So it. Mm. It was a different game, but that's not what we're talking about. You get Ultraman out, you buy a load of Kryptonites, you swing them through your bag with PXG. I suppose these days there'd be Mimic or Bot and Investigate. 
But anyway, you, you churn them through, and the, the blanking kryptonite yeah. blanks anything that causes any problems. So if there was a, a dwarf wizard or sh- a sh- now a shriek, mm. then you can blank them. You'd need two, so you blank it, then you'd use another one to trigger off his ability. Yeah, um, which isn't hard to do, a two-cost bolt. No, exactly. Two-cost bolt to counter a three-cost bolt. Yeah, and this was back in the days of Rip Hunter, so you could just rip them over, couldn't you? Yeah, oh, my Nationals team with chalkboard, PXG, blue eyes, and parallax just just meant that you were getting what you wanted, and you were rolling what you wanted as well. But yeah, it brought in like the uh, the combo, which was the front line and imprisoned. What a filthy card that is. Um, so then you use a kryptonite, you fire off imprisoned to get rid of their field. You give everything in your field, plus three. Is it plus three? It was plus three, wasn't it? So your sidekicks are four. Your Ultraman's at least at seven. Mm. So you needed an Ultraman and three sidekicks. And then you just walk over for, for the win. Uh, but yeah. there's different options as well that superhero registration act so you could use a kryptonite fire off superhero registration act pull another kryptonite do it again if you um if you fall in short then hopefully you'd be able to spend two bolts to buy another kryptonite before you use the one in your reserve pool so you could drag that through your bag and use it again and then either pump up your characters to a humongous degree uh, or fire direct damage to them with the one against many or magic missile or yeah any of the uh, the other kind of direct damagey type shenanigans that basic action cards have so it was really cool it brought in some of the big cost basic actions that you'd never have used you know, for using a blanking pretty pretty helpful pretty good cheap action yeah 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 I cannot. I've no disputes here at all. I've been on the receiving end of it. I've I played your your own team. Uh, I 100% get why it's got that special warm, gooey place in your heart. You know, it's is the it's the cornerstone of the team that took you to nationals, and I think that's a great choice. Uh, I tell you one thing that was going through my mind though, as you were describing your kind of combos that you that you do with it. I wonder how it would measure up now. Yeah, I mean, too big to fly was a big downfall because mm. um, you needed it on its level one. Shredders something basic action where each character each splinter's teachings no shredder's mum or something where you both have to knock out a character each each person has to knock out a character oh i don't know that one (laughs) sounds good though (laughs) i'm sure it's probably not shredder's mum that's um well that meant you had to have something else in the field to knock out else you're you're stuffed yeah i was just thinking about things like uh, scarlet witch to wreak havoc with your kryptonite rolls and Something else went through my mind. It's fallen out my head because I'm, I waited until you finished. What the, hell, what the hell was it now that I was thinking of? Blob. Yeah, maybe stop you from fielding it because you can get him out, maybe interrupt the ramp. Mysterious Shredder Transport. Ah, right. I'll go back and have another look at that one. Yeah, each player must sacrifice one character die. But, you know, gameplay value aside, that the, the reason it's your one your birthday special favouritest ever card is because it was the because it was the one that's what they like to say to UK Nationals 2017 did indeed yeah, yeah so that's that's my choice uh, certainly if any of you guys or any newer guys to, uh, to playing Dice Masters may have uh, slipped through the net worth seeing if you can pick one up pretty sure you can get it pretty cheap now I'd be surprised if it's any more than a tenner mm. and if you're playing Golden it's a hell of a lot of fun yeah, absolutely. So go check that one out, folks. Yeah, very good. Great choice, man. Great choice. Thank you very much. Let's, let's hear yours. Yeah, okay. So I have decided that my fa- I, I put 
a bit of thought into it, so it was a tough question to answer. But I've decided to go with Black Manta, Deep Sea Deviant from the Justice League set. Oh, that's one that always used to annoy me. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, absolutely. I'll give I'll give uh, the listeners the rundown. So he's a a three cost fist. He's a villain and Legion of Doom affiliation, and his game text reads: Retaliation. If one of your villains is KO'd, deal one damage to your opponent for each of your active villains. And his stats are one one three, one two four, and one three five. So uh, to get to the sentimental reason as this is as to why this is my favourite card ever. So uh, I've mentioned before, just to very quickly revisit, I started out playing Dice Masters with my long-standing gaming buddy Billy, and we had a couple of AVX starters and a couple of UXM starters, um, and we just played you know on the dining table, and um, life made it harder and harder for me and billy to see each other particularly often uh, families he, he's moved some distance away so it has to be a special trip to go and visit him now so we, we weren't playing anywhere near as often uh, and i ended up seeing an advert on facebook for dice masters down at element games and this was just around the time that justice league came out so black manta dc deviant was the very first team that i made and took down to a competitive event of Dice oh, wow. Yeah, uh, it was a, a villain-based team built around Justice League. The Justice League set was the first set I kind of went in heavy with, you know, buying boosters and really trying to collect up the set. I, I mean, I fell deep enough in love with the game that I then went back and revisited AVX and um, Uncanny X-Men. But yeah, the reason it sits fondly with me is because that very first team I built for the very first kind of event I went to where I just rocked down on my own uh, without anybody's, just trying to make some new gaming friends because I, w- I was getting harder to see Billy. And then I played it for quite some time then. Uh, I stuck with it. and it was, the, it was also the first card I kind of tinkered teams around and swapped cards out to try and make it better and, and keep evolving and changing and developing and playing around with rather than just chucking teams together every week which mm. which i still do you know we still uh, we still play theme nights and what have you but it was the it was kind of the first card that i, I stuck with and thought well, i'm gonna make this work and what can i let's play around let's try it with destro does that work any better and when a new set came out i was always like oh that's it look at that villain there that'll go great with a black manta theme and you know that kind of thing uh, plus as you mentioned it, it's a great card i think always, it is a good card yeah yeah i've always been a big fan of as you well know and as a listener as well know i like to have a more tentative sit back approach and and have something dealing damage for me which black manta does you know in spades it's not difficult it wasn't difficult back then and it's certainly not difficult now if you're playing golden age to put together a villain enough of a villain centric team that you've got a, a strong enough villain field to do some significant damage when one of them gets ko'd there's plenty of ways to ko cards back then i was using blue eyes white dragon um, but there's your fabricators or your basic actions like truce um you know so uh, there's still lots of fun ways you can use it and and it's damage potential you know uh, i was thinking the other day so we were talking about poison ivy red as my pick of the week for the spoiler yeah so a great villain there and i mentioned about harley quinn you know pairing it up with harley quinn um i think it was tough cookie uh, i mentioned yeah and i thought god you know a golden age team with poison ivy red harley quinn tough cookie chuck a black manta on there with a blob and a shriek and you, you know you're just rich with great villains and then a malekith that makes all sidekicks villains yeah uh, let alone the um your collector and nobby yeah absolutely a, yeah. yeah so, so i reckon field nobby do all the damage for the villains in the field yeah and then in ping him off with a magic missile or something yeah then black mantis does a load of damage as well yeah and then he goes back to the card ready to do it again next turn 
<laughs> that's Phil. With the collector, yeah. So I think there's a really filthy Golden Age team in there. Uh, if if I've had the time to enter the um, Good versus Evil online tournament that's about to kick off, sadly I've just got too busy. Uh, my weeks are too busy coming up, but I think that's probably where I would have gone. And that's also probably why Black Manta's be, was on my mind around the time of thinking about you know preparing for this segment. So yeah, I've got a sentimental reason. It was the the very first win condition team was built around Black Manta. Um, that I put together for for that first time I set foot through the doors of Element Games to join a, a Dice Masters dedicated gaming group. But also I think it's just a great card and one that I have very fond memories of tinkering with and building teams around and trying different combos with. Yeah, Awesome stuff. Uh, I suppose similar thing. If, if you're uh, newer to the game, you've not got it. I mean, if you've not got it, give me a shout because I've probably got about 15 of them. <laughs> Pick it up. It's going to be dirt cheap, certainly with kind of commons and uncommons of... Uh, of the older sets most of the people who've been playing for a while have got a fair amount of uh, duplicates of them yeah put some things together and have some fun yeah yeah loads of fun to be had with that one i reckon yeah absolutely uh, especially as i say with all the the villain love that has happened in, yeah. in later sets definitely yeah uh so there we go yeah i don't think there's anything more to say on on those two uh, i do just want to revisit this whole i was being distracted on the youtube games and stuff because let's let's not forget that i still won my game with james while uh, rip thunderstone was about and he is one hell of a noisy yankee that's true i wasn't there to witness that so i can't really comment all right we'll have to go back and watch the episode. i'll have to watch it yeah. yeah it's not out yet but i'll definitely be watching that the, yeah. the sing the singular mod win of the whole thing yeah and who, whose win was that that'd be yours yeah. third third at nationals yeah third at nationals tj i don't know if you saw the other day put up on facebook that internationally on the on the leaderboards i'm i'm third in the world right now that's brilliant isn't it yeah that is amazing uh but tj had a, a lovely little um take on it bless you tj he said with attendance certificate kings <laughs> 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 because it really is just based on the fact that we we both play every week <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw, I, I saw that post. I had to look for where I was. I think I'm down in like the hundred and something. Oh uh, well, that's respectable. I went to Worlds, mate. I should be like mm, top and, ten. And US Nats, that should have got you some points on the board. Though, yeah, you'd have thought so. Five times multipliers and Canada Nats will give you a boost as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, more on that later or more before, on. depending on how we put the podcast together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More on that later. Uh, and on that note, we'll move on to the next segment, which is probably going to be the Canada Nat segment. <laughs> what up, though? It's your boy, Tony Week. Well, obviously, after the trial, and he had been cleared of all charges, his reputation suffered but he was still held in high regard by his peers, though he would always walk with a slight limp. Well, now back to this month's book club segment, and regular listeners to my pop culture podcast will be aware of my ongoing obsession with figures, both real and fictional, who share my name. As confirmed by the countless texts, tweets and email correspondence I receive by devoted followers of the podcast, this almost certainly stems from my uncanny resemblance to Paul Newman, circa 61 and the hustler we're talking. It may then surprise a few people tuning in that it's taken me several decades from first buying the book to finally coming around to finishing Dune by Frank Herbert, with its central messianic lead, Paul Atreides. Part of the underlying cause of this lag in years can be laid at the feet, squarely, 
at one George Lucas for a couple of standout reasons. Firstly, when it came to sweeping space operas with a young male protagonist on a desert planet, Star Wars the movie held far more sway over the young me than the dense ecological parable fused with Eastern mysticism that is Dune. Secondly, the sight of Ewoks in part three of George's saga put me, myself personally, off science fiction for years and I looked at other genres for my fictional kicks. So, here I am, countless summers later, and I've finally finished Dune, even seeing the derided film version along the way. Sting trussed up in a comedy codpiece, failing to put me off getting to grips with the tome. As an aside, if you've ever felt the need for a Reader's Digest version of the book in cinematic form, the film isn't all that bad even though David Lynch had his name erased from the film credits in disgust at the studio edit. It remains an Alan Smithy film. Before diving in and discussing the many positive aspects of Dune, and before I possibly wander off on another tangent, I need to announce the winner of last month's competition and reveal the answer that had so many listeners bamboozled. Well, the answer was, of course, it's incredibly still legal in parts of Cornwall, if accompanied by an adult. Well, the lucky winner, whose name came out of the sorting hat, was a Mrs Trellis of South Manchester. So a big well done to you. Your prize of a free token for the coffee vending machine in the Radio X Manchester cafeteria is in the post. You'll be able to mingle with the superstar DJs sipping weak instant coffee, listening to the stereophonics or a Gallagher brother on a seemingly endless loop. So enjoy. I've wrestled at this point with the conundrum of how far to go with spoilers in this podcast for a work that is this old. Who the Little Spoon is. Cheers, mates. Welcome back, folks, and more one-year birthday special segment activity stuff for you. It's competition time! Woo! Yeah. Uh, when was our last competition, actually, now that I think about it? Was it the radio advert one? No, it was the Name the Mod Pod. Name the Mod Pod. Yeah. Was that, was that the last one? so okay Uh, well in any case yeah we've got a competition so even though it's our first birthday and and in actual fact you guys as as listeners and uh, lovers of us as as your podcasting dice masters hosts uh, should be sending us many and varied gifts as a thank you and a congratulations on our one-year birthday we've decided to give you guys a present instead Oh, we are generous yeah so we're going to run a competition the prize for the competition is going to be one of our exclusive patented mod pods the uh, dice and team storage carry case that we've done in partnership with dz dungeon on etsy this one is a special one because it has a well it's in a color that's not available on the Etsy shop, and it also has the Ministry of Dice symbol rather than one of the standard symbols on the front of it. So very exclusive. There's only a, few, a handful of people worldwide who have one yeah. of one of these particular models, including me and Andy, which clearly going to make them more fashionable and upgrade the prestige. Yeah, I think there's only three. It's just me, you, and Isaac. I think. Is there three, or did we give another one away at some point? I forget. Can't remember. I lose track. Yeah. So only three. Well, you say only three. Uh, I've got several. 
<laughs> I've got several in several different colours. Uh, uh, yeah, so there you go. Very, 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 very exclusive limited edition Ministry of Dice version of the Mod Pod in a colour that's not available in the shop and with a uh, the Ministry of Dice symbol marked on it. And what we'd like to ask you to do, well, too, Andy, do you want to talk the uh, listeners through what what the entry requirements are going to be? Uh, yeah, no, definitely. So what we want you to do is we want you to send us a photo. You can uh, send it to us via Facebook or Twitter at uh, our Facebook I'll, page. Yeah, I'll do all that for you in a minute, mate. Cool. Thank you very much. We want to see where you take Common Kate Bishop. Uh, so a picture of Common Kate Bishop out and about with you. You can do a selfie. You can not be in the picture if you're ugly. Entirely up to you. <laughs> but the best random, most bizarre place that you can put a common K bishop. <laughs> with photographic evidence. That's a, that's a dangerous statement you just made there. Photographic evidence of your common K bishop in that yeah. random place. <laughs> Let's see if we can get a common K bishop in the red light district of Amsterdam. There you go. There's a challenge. Uh, yeah, so send some pictures in. We'll have a look through the one that we like the best. We'll win a Mod Pod. Yeah. How can they send those pictures in, Chris? Well, they can visit our Facebook page, which is the Ministry of Dice. So facebook.com forward slash the Ministry of Dice. Um, all one word there uh, and then they can post it to our to our group page or you can tweet it to us and our, our twitter handle is britroller6 so it's the blog's um, twitter page and it's at britroller mr6 and mr6 is mr6 so it's b-r-i-t-r-o-l-l-e-r-m-r-s-i-x very good. Very good. Yeah. So the, take your common Kate bishops out and about. Get a, fo- a snap of you, or not with you, as Andy says. You know, in the most random, bizarre, the most humorous locations. I think if you make us laugh, that'll put you in a good stead to win. Post it on our Facebook page or tweet it over to us. We'll take a look and announce a winner. When should we announce the winner, Andrew? Oh, should we do it for the next episode? Yeah. You think is that a bit too short amount of time? Nah, should be right. Well, where are we now? This episode is on the 23rd of July. Our next episode is on the 6th of August. Now, I reckon let's make it the, the episode on the 20th. But yeah, we need cool. we need it in time to record the segment. Yeah, and we're both on holiday, aren't we? So uh, Yeah, so let's say... Yeah. Let's set the deadline for August the 13th. Monday the 13th. Monday the 13th it is. Uh, now, I'll tell you what. We're going to set the deadline as Tuesday the 14th of August. Why are we doing that? That's my birthday. Ooh. So, yeah, that's... Uh, Bonus points if uh, anyone gets a photo of a common cape bishop outside of Chris's house. <laughs> Especially if you're from America, because that would be very, very funny. That would be very, very funny indeed. Uh, so, bizarre, humorous photos of you with your common cape bishop, and we're going to set the deadline for August the 14th, Tuesday, August the 14th. Once again, folks, the, the most professional, organised, tip-top podcast operation hitting your podcast feed... <laughs> this, this week <laughs> this, discussing its competition deadline live to drive <laughs> we're so slick it's unbelievable i thought we were doing quite slick with the facebook and the twitter stuff i know yeah that's um that's a, people, people are probably going to be our character for this. <laughs> 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 I, I noticed a lot of competitions they do, they do this stuff like they say go to you have to like the, and share a page you know to spread the word and all that but no, we just want to see that. We probably should, but I'm just more interested in seeing funny pictures of Kate Bishop in weird places. <laughs> <laughs> 
We've opened that up. To I know this, uh, is, this is going to be so dangerous. Horrific. So dangerous. Yeah. Are we accepting multiple entries? We should clear that up as well. Uh, yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Sure. So you can make multiple entries as long as they're different locations. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to see fifty photos of your holiday. Yeah. Or, Same or, place. Or yeah. Here, here's a hundred photos of Colin Kate Bishop in the urinal at work. <laughs> that would be quite funny. <laughs> that would make me laugh. Yeah. <laughs> here's a funny one for you. So in my employer's offices up in Scotland, uh, I was up there recently, and above the urinal, it's got a a picture of of like hand washing but there's no sign saying you know like please wash your hands afterwards it's just this sticker above the urinal so i took a picture of it <laughs> and, a, <laughs> and posted it saying have, <laughs> have i been using these wrong all this time <laughs> you know because it, it implies that you're supposed to be washing your hand in the urinal yeah that's what can i say that's my employer for you uh, right, let's wrap that one up there. So, yeah, really looking forward to your entries, folks. Get those into us by Tuesday, the 14th of August. Okay, ladies and gents, so here we are then. This this is something very new and exciting for the world of Dice Masters. This is a recorded game between two players. Uh, we feel like the YouTube, the video content field is quite a crowded field. There's already lots of guys out there doing great content. We possibly can't touch them. So we thought we'd do something a bit new, a bit different. We're just going to give you the audio for the game. Best bit. That's super exciting, isn't it? Yeah, the best bit. Absolutely. Who needs who needs to see the cards and the dice rolls and stuff? That's not necessary, is it? Um, so we're going to commentate our own games as we're going along, so that you can so you can hear and understand uh, what's happening. Keep tuned in. Listen close because our second competition of this episode is going to be based on this match. So make sure that you're paying good close attention. Okay, Andy, are you ready? Is your team prepared? I'm ready. You ready? Yes, I'm ready. Yeah, that's some nasty cards I'm looking at there. Uh, right, Should let's roll, roll off. off. I have none. I've got that many. Yeah, okay, cool. Off you go then. Buy that one. Over to you. All right, cool. All right, then. Ooh, so yeah, let's. I'll use M3 for that and then pop that there. Cool. My go. Uh, yeah, turn. with more of them um yeah for sure let's do that buy that then use that global uh yeah okay cool here we go yeah all right then four out the bag um yeah go re-roll then ah i can work with that all right i'll use those for that one i'll use that global there to do that and that'll make that that nice and that's 10 yeah yeah that is nice i'm quite pleased with that right so that's four in the bag oh my goodness how it's just uncanny where's your thing gone i'm not sure oh no i was looking for it earlier Oh, I've not got that one. Yeah, but, I mean, come on. <laughs> so I'll field that. Yeah. Name that. Sure. Field that. To do that. Field that. Do that. Oh, this is going to suck so bad. All right. I, I wildly disapprove, but that's okay, I suppose. Well, um use 
that label on that one. Yeah. I will use that label on that one. On which one? Uh, that one. Why would you bother doing that? And I'll do that label. Okay. Oh, I see why. Yeah, all right. There you go. Yeah, that's that's shenanigansy. Listeners would have got it straight away, mate. Sorry? Listeners would have got that. I, I'm sure they would have, yeah, absolutely. I was, I was slow on the uptake. I don't know what to tell you. I re-roll all that. Ah, no, I missed that one, look. Oh. oh, that's a pain. All right, uh, three for that. That's probably a turn too late now. Uh, I'll get one of them, and then I'll use that global there. Cool. I'll pass priority. I'll do that. Blah, 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 yeah. Let's do that. All right. So I'll take four. Yeah, you do. I love it when you back burn. And OT. Okay, uh, my bag's empty. One, two, three, four. Alright, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, I'll do you two damage for those two. Oh, you do, do you? Yeah. I'll fire that off. Get those. Oh, that's nice. That's a nice little collection there. Does interfere with a couple of other little plans that I had, though. A few other little plans and intention. Uh, so, field that. Uh, I'll pay those to field that. I'll pay that to field that. I will uh, use that global once to buy that for that. Mm-hmm. And then use that global. Cool. Boom. Alright, do you worst. Jammy. What level's that on? Level two. Level two. Right. Just reroll that one. Oh. Oh. Lucky. That it. Well, for sure, yeah. But it's not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's spend that and that. Let's put him out. Yeah. And then he'll come out naming him. Sure. Does that mean that he's also that now? Oh, good. Now you're asking. I think yeah, it is. I, I think, think it is. it's yeah. individual. Yeah, let me just read the game text. But I think you're right. Yeah, I think that is the case. I mean, I'm not sure. I don't know. But I'm particularly not keen on that idea, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I'll spend one of these to do that for that global. And yeah. Spin him up, and then priority to you. Yeah, nothing over here. So I'll attack with him. Spin him back down again. Do two damage to yeah. all of your dudes. Okay, uh, and I suppose I'll block with that. Well, I'll attack with the rest of them as well. Oh, oh, you will now, now that you know what I'm blocking. No, no, you didn't let me finish my attack phase. Oh, right, I see, like that, is it? All right, what's the, well, what's the total there, then? If I'm blocking him. Blocking him, 14, 15, 16, 18, 9, 20. All right, there we are then. Okay then. Congratulations, well done. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> well, I hope the listeners enjoyed that insight into our game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think uh, I think they'll learn a lot from that. I hope you guys can maybe see what you can do. Perhaps drop us some suggestions if there's anything different you would do with our teams or our cards to improve them, or, or you know, whatever. Just let us know. Give us the feedback. Yeah. Yeah, thank you very much. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's right, listeners. Not just one competition in this episode, but two. Two competitions to celebrate our one-year anniversary. You've just heard our recorded game. Very new, very innovative for Dice Masters. I'm sure you'll all agree. Uh, and again, I'll reiterate, please do get in touch. Give us some feedback on the teams, any suggestions or, or thoughts. But on to the competition then. So what we'd like to know... I think this is probably a bit too easy. We're just giving this stuff away. Oh, I should clarify as well that this is a another limited edition Mod Pod in the Ministry of Dice Green with our logo on it. A very, very exclusive item as described in the other competition segment. So the question then, what dice did I buy in my first turn? Easy. I know I'm basically giving it away, aren't I? But yeah, so get in touch. It's the Ministry of Dice on Facebook, BritRoller6.com. You can, uh, I mean, post your answer in the comments if you want to give everyone else a, a chance at it, or you can do the contact us, or you can tweet me at uh, BritRollerMr6. That's B R I T R O L L E R M R S I X. Tweet your answer over to me, and we'll put all the correct answers in a hat and draw it out. Uh, on the 14th of August, along with the other one. Yeah, you can Facebook message us as well, at Ministry of Dice. I'm not sure if you said that. I did say that. Cool. Nice to repeat it. Yeah, absolutely. Reinf- reinforce, repetition. Yeah, yeah, very good. So good luck, folks. Get your answers into us. Hello, Dice fans. I'm here just waking up on Saturday the 14th of July. It's the morning of... Um, Dice, Ma- Dice Masters Canadian Nats qualifying. Um, I'm here with Andy. Say hello, Andy. Okay, Andy. Um, he's just waking up, so he's a little tired. We uh, have two qualifying events today at 11 and 4 o'clock. I think I'm going to run my best team for the first qualifier and then uh, a fun little build for my second qualifier. Uh, wish me luck. So just getting to the hotel where the event is going to be held. Um, we've just been dropped off by uh, Laurier, our host, um, and his family. Uh, the kids are off to go to see their grandma and grandpa, and Andy's gone with them. He couldn't resist the maple sugar cookies, but uh, he said he'd uh, get here after that. Uh, we're just going to fill out some team sheets and get ready to play. So I just popped outside of the hotel. Um, we just finished the third round of four Swiss rounds. Uh, currently undefeated. Uh, we're going to do a top cut after that. Um, there's a bunch of Yantis, as obvious. Uh, I, I think there's two commons and four super rares out of ten. Uh, a bit of a pain, but I just took down a really good Yanti team um, so I'm feeling pretty good about that um, Andy has turned up uh, in full drag which is a bit weird uh, I don't think the Canadians really get his sense of humour 
but never mind. I think he's doing okay. Uh, we've been on stream a couple of times, but he hasn't. Um, he actually said he didn't want to be on stream. I'm not sure why, we'll find out later. So we just finished um, the first qualifying event. I did okay, got knocked out in the top four. Um, pretty annoyingly by Yanti in the third game, which was five a five turn game. And he had Yanti Super Air, uh, and that's not very fun in a best of six turns when you have three turns each, yeah. Um, anyway, not being salty or anything. Uh, we're going on to uh, the second qualifying event now. We've had a bit of a disaster because there's been a power cut, so the stream has stopped. But I think people uh, are working on getting it back up together, so it should be back up soon. Um, I think I'm gonna run something fun in the next qualifier, not anything as serious as what I was running before. Uh, we'll see how it goes. So just a quick on update on Andy. Um, Andy's done really well. Um, he's drawn every single match so far. Um, so yeah, he didn't quite make top four on that, but never mind. Um, apparently it's not a drag costume, I've learned. It's actually just a pirate outfit. Uh, he says he's just being in disguise. Um, I don't know if that has anything to do with him not wanting to be on live stream, but um, we don't know. He did disappear just before the power cut though, so uh, I'll, I'll do some more investigating and find out what he's up to. Okay, I wanted to say though, Ooh. I'll ask you some questions. Okay. So, uh, we're here with Petrus, who won the first qualifier, uh, with kind of like a Yanti build. Uh, do you want to talk us, talk us through your build? Uh, I am trying to remember what it was. Um, it was a Yuanti build that I've, it was, I think it was the, uh, US Nationals. Oh yeah. And I kind of got some feedback from it and also worked on it together with friends. Yeah. And... You're kind of like using the Cosmic Cube to buy some more expensive action. You didn't have like really cheap actions, did you? No. Uh, I tried that cheap action build and it just didn't work for me. Sure. Um, I, I tried Bat Signal. I tried Cobalt Trap. Just didn't work. Um, Is that uh, how did your second qualifier event go? Uh, it went pretty well. Uh, lost against Jocelyn due to time yep. and one point damage. Time uh, is very, very annoying, huh? Yes, and the the second team I played was um, more control, so it tends to go to time a lot. Yeah, yeah. And so that's but that's me. I'm used to going to time a lot. Yep. Um, ask anybody, especially with. Well, yeah, I think Gobby. in our first game, like you rolled like Yanti was it like three or four times, didn't come up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Yanti? Would you ban her or would you not? Oh my God, yes. Fucking Christ. I cool. can't, can't. Like, It'd be a lot more collector, right? Or like Nobby? Uh, Nobby is actually pretty fun because yeah. it's interesting. It's like very um, intuitive. Yep. Because uh, you have to play around it and it's very strategic on what what the opponents play. Exactly. Cool. Thank you very much. No problem. Cool, man. I'll see you tomorrow. Okay, so just finished the third game of um, the second qualifier. I'm doing okay, I'm two and one. Uh, it's going okay, I'm playing like a collector build. 
There are a few less Yantis this time round. Uh, I think the people who are qualified mostly have dropped it. Um, yeah, just some points from earlier. Uh, there were the three qualification spots all went to Yanti, uh, Super A Yanti teams. Uh, big surprise there. Quick update on Andy. He's doing really well. He's won uh, all three of his games so far in the second qualifier. Um, he's actually over there. Uh, say hello, Andy. Okay. True, Mr. Six. Uh, okay, um, he's uh, he's he's now hopping on one leg. Um, I'll just go and check what's wrong with him. So I just finished the second qualifier's uh, semi-final. Uh, again, I got knocked out in the last four stage. This time by Laurier. Uh, I expected my team to lose pretty badly because I played his uh, team in the first round and lost that. Um, and it's very frustrating playing against something like Jubilee or Yanti and just being kind of slowly pinged to death when you know your team is definitely not going to win. Um, but that's, I guess, where the meta is right now. So, yeah, Andy's done very well. Um, so well, in fact, he's already qualified um, and got all the prizes. So, um, yeah, that's pretty good, huh? A few notes on Andy's activities today. So we found out... Um, his actual wonky leg is because he hit it um, against uh, Bollard while he was running away from some builders so apparently the um, power outage was all his fault because he uh, as he was dressed in dress, well as a pirate he says, um, he actually caught the eye of uh, some builders and they were a bit distracted um, and then he told them a very rude word and then sort of ran away, so they kind of ran after him, uh, not realizing that they kind of pulled out some of the cables as they did it. A bit disgraceful, really. Um, but I don't think he's been recognized, so that's good. Okay, so I'm here with Jocelyn, uh, who won the Qualifier 2 yesterday. Uh, can you tell us a bit about your team, Jocelyn? Well, I'm running a super rare Wanty team, um, very similar to the one that run the one that you came at. Okay. With cool. the, the bat signal and the cobalt trap, and uh, you know, Wanty, pseudo dragon, and elevator. Cool. Uh, you also have Kate Bishop in your team. It did. And uh, you also had Scarlet Witch, which is a bit different. My power, I think, had the ring and the gold dragon. Uh, I didn't have Scarlet Witch. Oh, didn't you? No, no. I had, you had Man of Moss. I so. had uh, Wonder Woman Reflections. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. So I put uh, I put that on in the hopes that I could maybe combat some Gobby teams or Nobby okay. teams with that, which I did. Yep. I managed to prevent some damage from a Nobby team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the Kate Bishop was there in case someone attacked me because I didn't really want to block with my character so I could pull people back. Yeah, you're really focused on that kind of Yanti. You don't really have a backup, like, win no, condition, there is no backup win condition on that team. But you don't need it with Yanti, I guess. Well, I lost some games. Mm -hmm. I lost some mirror matches. I lost some games that weren't mirror matches. Yeah. It's if it doesn't roll, it's really hard. Yeah, yeah right? sure. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, it's. I feel like I'm cheating by winning by buying dice. Yeah, yeah, it is a little bit. So you're not a fan of the anti. I feel like it's a. It's the card everybody's playing, and if you have one, you kind of have to play it because otherwise. That's true. You're, you know, I mean, I didn't expect to win a qualifier. I didn't expect to even qualify yeah. to play today. I came in to play and have fun and meet some people, and I think I did that. And there's lots of great people up here in Ottawa. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I think you're going to do today. Uh, well, I, I'm hoping to make top four. Okay. 
but other than that, we'll see. Well, yeah, you made top four both qualifiers yesterday. So. I did. I was I was lucky. Your top seed, I said to everyone. Top seed? Yeah. Number so, one ranked player. I can't be the number one ranked player. Laurier <laughs> won a qualifier, too. That's true. Okay, cool. Thank you. Thank you, Ben. It's morning two of Canadian Nationals. This is the real business end of the tournament with the final sign today. We have a top eight. Uh, I think we're going to do three rounds of twist and then cut to a top four, maybe. I'm not sure, really. Um, had a couple of issues. One, Laurier's forgot his team box. Our host has forgot his team box from yesterday, so he's going to have to either borrow some cards or improvise somehow. I'm not really sure what he's doing. Um, the second issue was Andy went missing last night, and uh, he's turned up this morning. Um, a bit worse for wear, as they say. Um, I think he went back and uh, saw those builders and apologised. Um, I think they went out, um, as the English would say, on the lash. Uh, so I don't fancy his chances because he's uh, already half asleep. Um, I'll try and wake him up for a bit of a talk uh, later, trying to sort out his priorities. So I'm here with my wonderful host, uh, Laurier. Um, Laurier, how's it going? Uh, going all right. You? Yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Three and oh, I just beat you, so. Yeah, I'm bummed a little sore from, my butt's a little bit sore from you kicking it so much, but I'll be fine. That's true, well, you, uh, you beat me yesterday a couple of times, so I think it's about even, but you've uh, been running a lot of different teams, haven't you? Three different teams, I think. Yes, uh, qualifier number one, I went with a Yanti team. Uh, I. I don't like the team, but I, I thought it was my best shot at qualifying, so I ran it, got to top two, qualified, and I was like, great, okay, now I'm switching off to uh, another team completely. So. Yeah, and then your second qualifier, you played um, a Dum Dum Rush team. Yes, except it was actually, it actually had a little bit more control, because I was using Rare Bifrost to allow me to pivot very easily to various forms of control I might need, for example, Shriek or Blob. Then it would allow me to, like, if I used it late game, I could field my aggro pieces I would need to finish off my opponent much yeah, more Yeah, it was kind of cool because it kind of worked out as a rush team, but because that rare Bifrost makes things go really, really quick. Mm -hmm. um, so it kind of rushed into the control, and then you pivot and rush into the attack. Yeah. yeah it's really cool. Yeah, um, the toughest part is actually investing that four energy at the beginning to buy Bifrost, but yeah, once you sure. have, like, if you do it early game, it really pays off in the, lo in the long game. Yeah, it's really cool. I wish I had it. Um, today, though, you're not running Yanti. You're one of the lucky, you're one of the heroes. Uh, I wouldn't call myself a hero. Uh, I mean, I forgot that, like, I forgot the box I actually had my team from yesterday in it. So I went and used X-Men Control instead. And, uh, Which you've run before against Yanti with some success. Yes, well, I mean, in a local tournament. I, it, it did work out the last time I did it. This one's a little bit different, though. I didn't use Cosmic X-23, obviously. Mm -hmm. I went for Professor X instead, and I could not borrow a Shriek from anyone, obviously, uh, because everyone's using it, so I ended up putting Billy Club. Yeah, so, I think Shriek is the most used card. It must be on literally everyone's team apart from yours, probably. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, that uh, really hampers you, huh? Yeah, I was playing, because in my second qualifier, I didn't use Shriek, mm -hmm. and I really felt it. Oh, I can understand that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, cool. Well, but, thank you for having us, Laurier. Hey. Um, anything whatever. else you want to say? Oh, just thank you for coming over. It's always <laughs> glad to see new faces, learn new play styles, and Yeah, new yeah. Friends. Yeah, it's been really good. Thank you. All right. Okay. So just finished the rounds of Swiss now, we're into the top eight. Um, I'm 4-0, which is pretty good. 
but I was 4-0 in the last qualifiers and uh, lost in the next round so with Swiss knockouts uh, it's always a risk doesn't matter how well you do in Swiss um, I'm feeling okay uh, Andy well Andy has gone missing he's uh, only gone lost every single game in uh, the Swiss rounds so now he's just uh, run off somewhere in a huff um, I think I saw some tears in his eyes, but uh, I guess that's what happens when you don't make top cut uh, two nationals in a row. Okay, so semi-finals are currently sort of being played. Um, I was in one of them and managed to win. Um, Andy, how do you feel about me winning? Ah! Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty excited about that. Uh, the other semi-final pairing is still playing. Bit nerve-wracking who I'm going to play. I hope it's not another Yanti, but it probably will be. Um, but yeah, top two, huh? Woo! So Andy, while we've uh, been playing our matches, since you went out early, what have you been doing? Hot dogs! Uh, what have you been doing with hot dogs? Throwing. Uh, at who? Shh. Um, okay. Well, there was an insightful bit of commentary from a uh, former UK national champion. Andy England, aka the Canadian clone, here at the Canadian Nationals Dice Masters Champion Ben Z. Scott. Ben, this morning you interviewed Jocelyn. She was the uh, top seed, as you called her. Yep. And uh, you know you were all about the one T, and you went ahead and beat one T after one T to become Canadian National Champion. I did. I know my team was kind of teched out to beat one T, so uh, I feel pretty good about it. Um, it's kind of good when you kind of make a guess of what. Well, I knew what I was going to. Everyone was going to bring. So, and then I did it, so yeah. Well, fantastic and congratulations. Thank you very much. Uh, I heard everyone, Jocelyn did pretty well as well. <laughs> so. Well, I heard she didn't make top four. No, she didn't. She made top four in uh, her two qualifiers, but not in the way it counted. No. No. No, but that's okay. So what are you gonna do with your big <laughs> national championship now? Are you going on a big national tour? Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to World, I think. That'd be fantastic. I think that's the plan, but uh, we'll see how many and uh, travel goes. So how did you beat the Wanty? Um, smacked it in the face with Gold Dragon as hard as I could, basically, and didn't run into Kate Bishop. Um, there was one team with a Kate Bishop, but uh, I managed to avoid that. Yeah, which team was that? Uh, I think that was uh, Jocelyn's <laughs> as well. It's a good thing that she didn't make it to the top <laughs> It is good, yeah. Um, and I heard Andy did very badly as well. Yeah, did he? Yeah, he got, well, a few, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, it is me. Oops, uh, yeah, I did horribly. I didn't even make top eight. No, got knocked out after losing all your matches because you were drunk yesterday. It was awful. Yep. But I had a good time. Cool, thank you very much. Thank you, Ben. And there it is, ladies and gents. Our one-year anniversary special is coming to a close. Uh, we hope you enjoyed listening to it as much as we enjoyed recording it. Here's to another year. It is our intention to, to keep ploughing this field and keep producing this content. We, we, and our hope will be that we'll be this time next year we'll be recording a, a, a second birthday episode. Yeah, fingers crossed. If we keep getting listeners, then we'll keep recording. Yeah, absolutely. It's 
I just I just completely fizzled out then. Did you did you hear that happen? I, I actually heard you fizzle. I just just fizzled. Your shizzle fizzles. You know, it's it's rare for me to lose words like that. You know, it's, it's it's one of those things that it's like one of those gifts that I've always had that you know when you can say two words, I find ways of saying twenty instead. <laughs> so it's it's a rather unusual experience for me tonight. Not to, it's clearly like you say the champagne bubbles have gone to my head and the excitement of the one year birthday have got to me. But yes, this time next year. Um, it's our intention to be recording a second birthday episode um, we would love for you to continue visiting with us every two weeks while we do that uh, however we are always as always open to feedback and suggestions so please uh, head on to the britroller6.com website which is where our blog is and hit the contact us form and send us a little note if there's any segments that you'd like to hear us do any suggested themes or discussion topics you'd like us to cover off equally you can find us on facebook if you search for the ministry of dice just drop us a pm on there um, or post on our wall or whatever you're supposed to do with the facebooky thing yeah let us know if there's something that you want to hear us do get in touch yeah absolutely um because while we we generally do this for our own, our own weekly enjoyment we want to make sure that you're getting some value and enjoyment out of it too so please help us make it another successful year by giving us your thoughts suggestions or feedback yeah. I'll tell you what, mate, Tony's message was nice, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, that was lovely of Tony to send that in. It, it, it was completely unsolicited, so thank you, Tony. Um, I, I've got to admit, I think, you know, at the end of this first year, I've got to hold my hands up and say, I've perhaps given Tony a bit of a tough time. Yeah. Um, and I think it's time I started cutting him a little bit of slack. You know, he, did, he, he produced that great content for us around the US Nationals. So I hope you guys were as touched by Tony's message as we were when we received it and listened to it and enjoyed hearing it. I think it was a wonderful gesture. Thank you, Tony. Maybe, we'll, maybe we could talk about some more things going into year two. Yeah, inspirational. And just, just uh, Tony, just let me know when your mum's free for that heavy petting. <laughs> you have to go over it. <laughs> I've, I've been Chris, aka True Mr. Six. Hello, uh, been Andy, aka Hot Dog. Hot Dog. Hot Dog. Hot Dog. Oh, I can't wait to see you in your Captain Jack outfit in the next WKO. What up, though? It's your boy, Tony Weakland from the D. Detroit. The Shark Tank, if you will. Just wanted to congratulate you on surviving a year man-crushing each other on the internets about all things unrelated to Dice Masters and occasionally adding some meaningful content about the game we love. You may not be top of the pops in Britain, but you are tops with this pop in the U.S. Here's to hoping the next year brings you better interviews with people who matter and that you two can finally agree on who the little spoon is. Cheers, mates.